Well, Alex, it's almost here. Mm, what's that? Pet Cemetery. Oh, God, I'm so scared. Yeah, uh, I was really excited for this. Mm-hmm. I've read the book. Um, the book is disturbing as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that it's kind of closer to the book. The trailer scared me a little bit because it's some changes and they kind of spoiled some shit. So- but apparently it's good. Wow. Jackson, some sometimes original is better, better than a remake. Well, so okay, some, so let's, some, sometimes let's. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's get started on that topic. Even mm. though that's not, we're we're reviewing the 1989 Pet Cemetery. By the way, yeah. if you haven't told, you couldn't tell by clicking the link that says that. And we are bored and annoyed, right? He's home at the movies. I'm Jackson. Wow, I really botched this whole hey. intro. We're known, for our, we're known for our professionalism. Yeah, that's true. I'm ruining that. So one pet peeve of mine is mm. everybody, and it's possible we've talked about this. I know we did an episode on adaptations before. Yes. Uh, but... A pet peeve of mine is like when the new it was coming out, for instance, everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, it'll never be as good as the original. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the original is the book. Yeah. So if the movie and the book have differences like this is just a new kind of refreshed adaptation of the source material. Right. So I don't it's not the same as a remake. You know what I mean? Well, and there's something to be said about, you know, there's a quaintness to those originals. We can do we can do horror in some aspects much better now. Yes. Um, And I feel like a lot of these tend to be given a little bit more respect than they were back in the day. They were kind of done on the cheap before. These are being treated like real movies. That's true. Although I would say this movie was treated like a real movie. It really was, um, you know, casting aside. Oh, yeah. The main <laughs> character is pretty bad. He's not great. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do, do you want to go right into the review? Yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, he's not great, but I feel like the wife is maybe one of the worst. Oh, you think so? Uh, the Star Trek. The Star, Star Trek, Trek lady. Yes. Yes. I think she is. Uh, she's pretty bad. They could have given her a lot more to do. Yes. Too. Yes. The daughter's pretty good for, for a kid for a, actor. For a kid actor, pretty good. Yeah. Also, the, the youngest son is oh, the uh, yeah. boys have a penis and girls have a vagina from Kindergarten Cop. He was also the little creepy boy in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. He mm-hmm. was uh, Heather Langenkamp's son yeah. in that. And they actually have an homage in that where he's got like... The, uh, the the surgical well no, no. so he's got the uh, he's got knives taped to his fingers mm, like Freddy okay. behind his back just okay. like in this movie he has the uh, the, the like, surgical syringe. yeah 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 oh he had the syringe and he I had think the it was surgical a, oh yeah you're right surgical yeah, knife he had too. like an exacto knife or yeah whatever. yeah right. um, yeah uh, I, I you almost feel like this is the inspiration for Chucky I actually forget the year that Chucky comes out but you see it and you're like that's so Chucky it's crazy it is kind of Chucky. Like yeah. the way he looks, he's good. He's good. Apparently, he like wanted to do all the scenes. The mm. little boy did, which is like disturbing. Yeah, but that's good. good. It yeah. adds good for him. His little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess we should probably say like spoilers for this. I, I mean, guess. Yeah. I mean, quick, quick thoughts on it before we go into spoilers. Uh, it's got like a charm to it that like eighties charm. Yeah. With yeah. like the soundtrack and you know, mm-hmm. but it's not great. No. And every, a lot of people think it's great. Like, this is a movie that is beloved. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
it's it's it's it's like a it's very much a product of its time right i would agree it it's fine um some of the set design is a bit much i mean at least as far as the the cemetery bit goes and some of the writing is a little like wait what yeah but overall it's fine like it's a fine watch it's yeah much, no it's it's easy to watch it's I there's mean, never a moment where you're like oh god i just it's a slog to get through and, this i mean and it does help that we just watched Troll 2. <laughs> so anything is kind of great after that. There's parts of Troll 2 that are more entertaining. Oh, that's, that's a lot of Troll 2. You're going to piss off some people with that statement. I mean, not because it's good. Right, yeah. Because it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, there are a few, like, nitpick things with the script that, like, don't make sense to me. Yes. Like, okay, you can't show them go on this long, like, hiking journey to get to the spot to bury the cat. Yeah. And then not explain, like, oh, he dragged his wife's corpse there. He dragged his son all the way there. right. Like, maybe that's nitpicky, but it's... Right. Well, okay, so I'm going to give it, like, a... I'll give it, like, a C plus. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a B minus. Okay. Uh... Yeah, my problem is, is the fact that he's like, let's bury the cat. Oh, no, we got to bury it up here. Got to ba- bury it. Up. Well, almost now. They leave at like four in the afternoon. <laughs> they come back and it's dark. Yeah. He took him on a fucking right. journey. That's the problem. Yeah. It's so unbelievable. Like, why would you be like, dude, it's a cat. He and just then he's trusts like, you, him. You, you gotta bear it out here. Yeah, that's Trust true. Me. And there was a lot more like explanation in the book as I'm to sure. some of that stuff. I am sure. And like, there's a lot more in the book regarding. And you know, we've talked about this before too. But it's like not having that inner dialogue narration mm-hmm. that's in a book yes. makes it really hard to like. You you have to try and put where Lou Creed's head is at. Right. And I don't think that this movie completely succeeds at that. I mean, right. I get it when I watch it. It's like, just, it's one of those things that's the very frustrating thing about a horror movie, which is there are so many clear, like, warning signs. Yes, that's true. So many. And the fact that he keeps doing it is frustrating by the end of the movie yeah because they're not hammering home enough like the theme of like losing the thing you love and if you could get it back right what would you give up it's almost like he he's doing it thinking okay it's going to be different this time yes but really what's behind that is like he knows that it's not Mm -hmm. and it's just worth the risk to him because he just doesn't want to live without said people in his life which is a much better way way of doing it than just kind of like it'll be different this time it'll be yeah she, she just died i didn't get billy in time or yeah whatever. which i like that logic of like oh he's going fucking nuts yeah. because now he just like made up this rule that nobody told him like yeah. if it's fresh you're good i like the idea of that but at the end of the movie the when they shoehorn that in there it's yeah. just a little bit like well wait Wait, Why what? do you think this? Like, we don't know what you've been thinking this whole time. You're, you're kind of fucking. Also, and I don't know how it's done in the book. So it's really good that I have you here. But the problem is, it's like he has that dream about that guy. Yes. Dude takes him out there and then, he, you know, it's not a dream. He wakes up with the mud on he his feet. He warns him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the, the mere fact that you're going in the area in which ghost, which is ghost dream which is not a dream told you to not go to that's so unbelievable especially to bury a cat so 
that did happen in the book. Like, like he follows that guy mm-hmm. out there and he wakes up with like the dirt, you know, yeah. whatever. So he knows like, or he thinks it actually happened. Yeah. Like he thinks he's going nuts. Okay. But he also is like, fuck, was I sleepwalking or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, I don't think that they got that wrong necessarily in the movie. It just comes back to, again, like you don't have the you, you're not in the headspace of the character enough to understand why he would do that. Yeah. Why he would, you know. Well, and then I'm trying to I'm struggling mightily to understand why uh, Mr. Munster was who's the best. Who's the, the best? He's, he's the fucking best great thing about the movie. Yeah. He's so good. But I'm struggling why he's like, I took you out here now. Don't you do this with your dad's son? Yeah. I I exposed you to this really quite terrible thing, but uh, don't 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 you don't you go do it now? It's yeah. Like, well, I like that scene though when he like Lou Creed is kind of sitting there like at the kid. Mm-hmm. He's everyone else is in bed. He's just drinking and he's thinking, you know, whatever. And and there's the scene when Fred Gwynn walks into the yeah. house and sits down and is like, I know it's crossed your mind. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it is, but it is funny because it's a uh, it's it's almost like he's like egging him into now now don't you do it wink wink notch right. notch. <laughs> 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 the, I, what do you think of the flashback scenes they're okay the one with the the wife's sister is oh yeah sufficiently creepy i forget also, who the guy is that plays his sister oh it's, it's a, a guy dude. yeah okay comes out of nowhere um and it, it does it fits in with the theme of like death right. and, and and accepting death but it it's never really dealt with quite in a, like a meaningful way i'm hoping there's more zelda there's mm. more of the sister in this movie that's coming out because yes. that that is like sufficiently creepy shit. And the concept of that, that whole idea, you know, a monster calls was about that mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, you're so miserable, like dealing with the person that, you know, is going to die. Yes. You have all this baggage in your life and it's mm. totally understandable that you just want them to die. Yeah. You know, and then the juxtaposition of like. This other person who you're dealing with dying now Mm -hmm. is like full life ahead of them. They bring joy to your life, whatever. And it's just it's one of those like Stephen King just weaving this like thematic thread. Yeah, he's so good at that. The story is so good. And there's there's some interesting things. And I'm like, man. This is like a, just a fantastic concept. I, I like one of my favorite animes of all time deals with two little boys who lose their mother and they use like the science slash magic of their I feel world. Like you've told me about yeah, this. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, they try okay. to bring their yep. mom back to life and it's kind of like you can't replace the human soul, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's a lot of the same themes. So I was kind of like having flashbacks to that and it's all great, but there are certain things where I'm like, you could really do something really crazy with this. Like, this is already pretty crazy, but you could go like balls to the walls. Like that woman who kills herself in this, she could be like, Oh yeah. She yeah, could with have the been stomach s- cancer. Her, yeah. She drove me nuts with the, Hey, see, yeah. I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a female yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> Yeah, she drove me nuts. Like, <laughs> but, everyone's just a hick-ass human yes, being that yeah. lives near him. Yeah, but it would have been really good if she had been, like, you know, maybe maybe some sort of, like, maybe she was something that was brought back, and that's why there's the stomach cancer, and maybe she's, like, an abnormality. Maybe she's the secret that the, the guy across the street has. You know, like, there there are things that you could have done with her, because like, she just kills herself, and it kind of comes out of nowhere, 
And I don't, I don't know how it's handled in the book, so I can't well, speak to that. You I know? don't know if that's a good idea, though, because it's supposed to be such a like personal story about mm. Lewis Creed. Because, I mean, the whole thing comes down. And that's one of the weaknesses of the movie is I don't think that actor is very good. Yeah, he's he's very bad. Yeah, he's pretty boring. Like, he's one of those guys where it's like, okay, I don't like he was in this big movie mm-hmm. and you really can't place him in anything else in your mind. Like, no. where have you seen this guy before? And it's like, oh, I get it. I love there's a bit there's a bit in it where like it's like one of the first thing like oh man they really hammered that that truck stuff home too like so much yeah but uh they they first show up and the little girl's like we finally made it and he goes yeah finally here yeah (laughs) and it's the weirdest yeah like it just, doesn't just doesn't fit. It just doesn't yeah. fit. I mean, there's a lot of that. What did you think of the flashbacks of Fred Fred Gwynn's character, the neighbor, with like the guy who, hey, I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> I know I told you that nobody ever buried a person up but there. But. I, 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 I lied. Yeah, I, li- I lied to you. Yeah, that was. Um, I mean, that was that was. That was all right. I mean, the thing is, is like, I kind of like this, what I love about Stephen King, but he kind of creates like a world for like every book that he writes. Sure. Yeah. And there's completely. a, like a, yeah. And there's like a nice history there. And I like that. Um, doesn't make a ton of sense to me. It's just one of those things where I'm like, it probably works better in the book because this guy is just so, he's such a bad, like, he's like the traditional character from like Cabin in the Woods. Who's like, now don't you go up there. Yeah. The ghosts up there, you know, like, it's just, why is he doing all of this? He seems malicious and malevolent by doing like, yeah, so I I, I lie to you. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the big thing he does that fucks everything up is even doing the cat thing. Yeah. And you don't have enough in this movie as far as like a connection or like it doesn't seem like they've been friends long enough yes. for him to like even do that. I kind of felt like that was that was sort of my issue was like the first act kind of needed to be fleshed out a little bit more and stop going for like the creepy like make us feel like maybe we're a little bit more at home here like get build the bond between the neighbor yeah, and no, the kid yeah no cuz that is the book like the whole the the book is like i would imagine a lot of people think it's pretty slow because mm-hmm. a lot of it is the setup of those two as like neighbors and lewis going yeah. over there and having beers all the time and, yeah you know whatever because you can't buy it if you don't buy their right. connection and i think that's why ultimately it's a great idea but it's not a great film yeah, I mean it's it's okay. It's yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I, it's fine. It, I can see why it's beloved just because I mean it's like I don't know the evil cat. I, I mean, like the cat. You got to put yourself in the mind space of the time too, it's and true. there's really nothing like that at the time. And creepy kids, and it does have a really creepy kid. Yeah. Um. Now he's not featured as much as one would think. From like I feel like when people think about this movie and they haven't seen it in a while, they mm-hmm. give like the creepy you know reborn gauge like they imagine that he's like this malevolent force throughout Mm -hmm. the movie but he's really not he's only there at the end yeah last 30 minutes or less actually yeah um now i mean we didn't we've kind of talked about a lot of the actors but we haven't talked about like there's a star turning role in this for the priest i don't know who that guy is oh but he's a real he's good isn't he (laughs) 
That's Stephen King for anybody yeah, who hasn't seen he, it. He comes in and completely breaks your immersion in yes. the film and goes, oh, oh, it's Stephen King. Yeah. Oh, this must be a made for TV movie. Yeah. I, yeah, it came in and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Why did they have to? Why do they do that? <laughs> and I will funny. tell you right now, by the way, lady director on this. So mm. they did break new ground. Everybody's talking about lady directors getting all mm-hmm. these props these days and superhero movies and whatever. Yeah. But this lady, I don't remember her name. But she directed, directed the hell but out of this. But she directed this, and and it doesn't. It's a slick looking movie. Like yeah. there's nothing. It's not. It doesn't feel cookie cutter to me. There's. <sighs> I liked the shots when they were going in the woods. I was like, oh, this is like a this is like a real movie. You know. Yep, I would agree. Yeah, it's totally a real movie. Like yeah. you can tell they did put they did care about this movie. This wasn't just like a you know a cash grab. Which yes, that's my concern with the new one. Is that it's just kind of a cash grab. Mm. Uh, that director, by the way, is Mary Lambert, just in case anybody wants to know. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember this, seeing that. I, I was like, oh, Adam Lambert's grandma. She also, I'm just her, her highest rated movies mm. are Pet Cemetery at 50% on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes Ooh. and Urban Legends Bloody Mary mm. at 40%. Well, uh, so yeah, she so broke new ground. <laughs> Shooting for the stars. But, hey, you um, did an okay job, Mary. She did direct some uh, some Arrow in 2012. Did she really? Yes. <laughs> and The Blacklist. 2012. But, uh, so probably back when Arrow was actually like a pretty good show. Yes, I would say so. Okay. She, yeah, broke new ground with broke Arrow. New ground, she was yeah. directing superheroes before Patty Jenkins. That's true. Yeah. Nobody nobody talks about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, good trivia for your friends. Yeah. Um, First female superhero director. I think my biggest problem as far as like the movie being too, you know, of its time is the ghost guy, though, because it's not scary to me. No, um, it, it's kind of creepy when he dies. That scene where he's like, he's like, I'll be. Yeah. Seeing yeah. You. The blood, like the makeup's pretty good on the head and shit. Yeah. Um, but once he dies, it's like it feels like a like dr scrooge or a mr yeah, scrooge type yeah. thing where and and there's like the scenes where you don't really understand the rules because he's visiting the girl while she sleeps mm-hmm. he's visiting lou like whenever and lou can see him and, and the then the wife, wife like is he just, drives the truck yeah well he's in the he's in the passenger seat right is he i thought uh, See, he's not was, driving the truck. He's, he's in the truck. Is he? But he's like somehow. I thought like he became the driver. Like, because he shows up and it's a regular driver. And then I thought he was in the driver's seat as she no, leaves. No, I think he's like in the middle seat oh, and she's okay. sitting next to him. But the point is, like, he's coaxing her. Yeah. somehow but she she, does she hear him at all or she, does she kind of like not she realize doesn't have she hears the shining him? she doesn't yeah. have the shining ah yeah apparently not ah, ah, that's what they need is they need the movie with uh the black dude from the shining and fred gwynn from this is yeah. like a yeah a team up movie <laughs> buddy cop movie <laughs> Um, yeah somebody write that I I liked so my thought as watching it was um, so the guy shows up and he's like I'll be seeing you and I was like oh is there like a malevolent force that is behind the pet cemetery and I was like oh it's gonna be like a demon thing or whatever which I was like oh that's interesting it's not uh, it's not going in the exact direction I thought it was the Micmac burial ground yeah (laughs) ah that ground is sour (laughs) 
sour like the milk in my That's some of the fridge. best stuff, though. Oh, like, man. The, like, that was another thing. They they don't get into the lore of, like, the McMack burial ground. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They just kind of say, oh, the ground's sour and it was used. They do say something. They say, what did they? they he brings them up there and they've got the whole, like, this is where they honored the dead. Yeah, right? yeah. You yeah. know, but. Yeah, Native Americans knew to right. stop using it. It's like, yeah. then why didn't you? Like, that's that's where, like we said, it it just, just it probably falters way more than the book because they built the relationship. They built why right. this neighbor Correct. would actually care that this little girl lost her cat. Even though I still think the fact that you went through that with your own dog, it's like you probably wouldn't want anybody to go through that ever again, that's in my true. opinion. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's creepy. It's sufficiently creepy. Yeah. Uh, the the creepiest thing is I think the sister when she shows up in that room and she's huddled in the yeah. corner and then she comes at you you're like I actually got chills I was like ooh that's pretty good <laughs> well and you know in the trailer for the new one there's a scene where you can see this like some something crawling on the yeah. ground and the bones are all sticking out and shit I'm assuming that's her you would hope so so yeah they're gonna turn it into one of those like weird crawly crawly you know, which is kind of worrisome to me like yeah. the, like you know the the ring or the the possession of hannah grace type character like design things yeah or suspiria which was still the greatest version of that oh well that they didn't do like the they no, just no. did like oh she's fucking breaking in that was a so nuts that was, <laughs> that was so nuts it's still it's one of those things that you'll never forget it was good and then she pisses herself yeah. on top oh, of it oh god yeah Oof. um but no now we're talking about the new one now so what is your hope for this like you know, after watching the original, like, where do you think they'll improve? What are you worried they'll, about? They'll definitely improve on the first act. They'll definitely improve sort of on the, you know, the the believability of the neighbor intervening. Yep. Okay. Um, I think they'll probably find a little bit more of a believable reason why he goes up there. Um I think they'll probably do a better job with the ghost guy also. I think that just all the ghost all, guy, I think that's going to be where it'll be interesting. Like, mm. how do they handle that? Right. Yeah, because that is a really I think it works probably great in a novel. But in a movie, it does become a little ghost of Christmas right. pasty kind of thing. One thing I noticed from the trailers that I'm getting the impression of is that the kid like comes back home and lives with the parents. And for that a while. could be interesting. Yes. I think that's I think that's more interesting than kid just comes back and, and starts kills killing everybody. Yeah. Right. Because there's like the scene in the trailer. We hug your daughter. Yeah. You know, like that sounds creepy and awesome. Yes. You know, because she's probably like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. uh, the latest trailer, they just dropped the final trailer yesterday. Mm -hmm. He's like washing her hair in the bathtub and shit. Mm. Like, all that sounds fucking creepy. But I mean, I guess that's the big change. Yeah. It's not the little, little kid anymore. It's the daughter now. Yeah. Yeah. So which which raises if you can have the, the little, little kid, if you can have Gage not leave if you cannot have him be at the the grandparents house that could be kind of interesting because now you've got a child in danger you know that's a good question are they like is the whole grandparents thing gonna be, I feel like be that's, a factor in this i feel like that was wasted screen time in this movie too because it's it's hardly it's it's not even important i mean i like the scene when he punches him in the face yeah but like i like that idea but you're right it is kind of just like a one note thing they kind of get they they take care of it so quickly yeah it's not like this overarching thing on the plot i mean i guess the only time when it 
becomes a factor in the climax is when they call the house. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. God, I don't know about the little kid daughter switch. I mean, I get it. They kind of said they wanted more of a character yeah. out of the, yep. the, the undead person in yep. the movie. So I could see that. That makes sense. But it's also like part of me is just like, God, it's so creepy if it's a two year old. The younger re- you are, the more innocent you are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The the only thing that I and we're kind of doing a role reversal here because I was kind of saying the exact same thing. And now I'm kind of falling in love with the idea of this little girl doing it because you have a certain amount. It's always going to be tragic because it's not the kid. But there's a huge amount of tragedy when you actually learn this kid's personality. Okay. And all of a sudden they start acting differently. That's going to be very tragic to see. Because you're going to see it before he does. Well, that's what's so fucking fantastic about the book and the story is that, like, I I don't think the cat's importance in the old movie is is played up enough either. Because mm. that's the symbol of what's that's the foreshadowing of what's going to happen. You yes. know, like the cat comes back and it's like a mean cat. But, like, there's a whole thing in the book where he's just talking about and they, they mention it smelling. Yeah. But, like, he goes into just how, like, eerie and fucking... Yeah. You know, like, it's just this. They, they don't really play it up enough in, in that no. old one. Um, and also, Hoping I, I this felt cat like kicks ass in this new one. I, I hope it does, too. I, I there was one thing that bothered me a little bit, which was the cat, like the first time, like not the first time we see the cat, but the second time when it shows up and it has the jump scare coming out of the tree. OK, you're like. It just hisses at like him at the dad and right. it, ju- it jumps down to hiss at him. And it's like. Well, you're kind of you're already a dick. No, that's a good point. So it would be nice if he was really a sweet cat. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's an absolute monster. Yeah. You know what else is funny in this is like this, like nobody noticed this back then. But like Mm. you're you're bringing the cat carrier out and the cat's like, wow. And it's like the cat did not move its fucking mouth at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It just (laughs) different time, different expectations. It didn't matter. (laughs) It's just what it was like. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. I I am hopeful. I think this is going to be good. Seeing it Friday night, I'm excited as fuck. Um, I hope it doesn't let me down. I'm happy John Lithgow is in it, and yes. that's going to be another big boost to this. Is I really like Jason Clark. Yeah. So you know he's going to give a better performance than the lead in the original. Yeah, one. it's not even a, it's right. not even a contest. Yeah. Um, you're still hopeful, still hopeful on my part that it's going to lead to some sort of Stephen King universe. universe. I want it. I want it so fucking bad. It needs. It's going to happen. I someday. just want it. I, I hope. I guess mm. the problem, though, is all the properties are probably all divvied up among so many different studios and shit that it would be. It's the Marvel situation. And yeah. we're just going to have to wait for one giant conglomerate to buy all of them. Disney needs to buy all of the Stephen King shit. <laughs> Hey, if it means the that Di- I get Disney presents <laughs> the Stephen King shared universe. Hey, if it means that I get a Stephen King shared universe. Okay, well, hey, we're on this topic. Yeah, uh, we we're gonna wrap up with the expectations for the new one, but let's go with this Dark Tower on Amazon. Yeah, how is that gonna handle it? Because all this shit pops up in that series. What? Okay, that's interesting because I wonder if there's like. I know that sometimes like what they did with like superheroes was sometimes one studio would own the movie rights. Okay. And another would own the TV rights. 
It's why okay, Marvel, yeah, sure. It's why Marvel was able to make cartoons off of Spider-Man, even though Sony owned okay. Spider-Man for movies. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the uh, you know the asterisk there. Um, I hope that it's one of those things where we get like a Marvel and Sony kind of thing where uh, maybe Jason Clark shows up in the show. Ooh, yeah. And yeah. maybe uh, maybe it shows up oh, in the God. show. God, I, I want awesome. it. I want it so fucking bad. <laughs> or maybe Amazon's just like, hey, we sell all the books on our website. <laughs> yeah, we own them we all. We get to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just that the rest of the night was just talking. You know, we, huh? we own the box. <laughs> Steve Bezos. Yeah. But uh, I think that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. Uh, enjoy Pet Cemetery this weekend, everyone. Um Find us at boredandannoyed.com uh, and then go from there. Follow the social links. You know, the whole uh, the whole kit and caboodle. So give us an old like and share. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>